Welcome back, my friends. This is Thinking Highly. My name is Hayden Riley, and I know it's been a while, but to new beginnings, I have brought along a good friend of mine for the ride. Introduce yourself, friend. Hey, everybody. I'm Jake, and thanks for having me. Um, so what's on your mind, Jake? Um, what What made you want to start this? Well, our conversations get interesting, and... They normally get us laughing pretty hard, so I figure if we uh, <laughs> if we start putting some of these down on uh, on a podcast, people might get a couple laughs out of it themselves. Right? Yeah. Hey, man, that's all we're going for the chuckles. Um, so what what's on your mind right now? Do you have anything out there on your mind at the moment? Um, about any world events we might have. Um, what's out in the unknown of space? Oh, we're what's out in the unknown of space? I like yeah. talking about space. Okay, that, yeah. That gets interesting. Um, so I was talking to Kylie Ann the other day, and we and were... Who, uh, who is this Kylie Ann? This is my wife. Okay. Kylie Ann is my wife, so if I, you ever hear me mention her, that's who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so we were talking about how they had found uh, bacterial life on Mars, and then she, she told me that there's... Um, there's actually a lot higher chance for there to be life on one of Saturn's moons versus actually finding living life on uh, on Mars. Wh- which moon? Uh, she didn't say. But uh, it's just how far away the moon is from the planet and how far away that, that whole planet is from the sun. Um, the way that Saturn is made up of a lot of dust and a lot of gases, it's able to heat the moon enough to where... Uh, it's in a Goldilocks zone, not like Earth, so it's not super developed, but right. there's a higher chance of finding life on Saturn's moon than there is on Mars. Have they have they done research on this? Like, uh, anything she, when it comes to... Look, look that up. See if, like... Uh, astrobiology. Astrobiology. That, field that sounds of research. cool. And there's a higher chance there's life on Saturn's moon than Mars. But ha- haven't they found, like, evidence of life on Mars? Yes. I mean, they, what was it, the, uh, whenever they found that, the ice at the northern pole. Right. Um, excuse me. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay, so I found the name of the moon. It's uh, Enceladus. It's one of Saturn's moon. It contains most of the ingredients that are essential to life on Earth. Wow. Oh, and okay. This is, this is astrobiology. Astrobiology. So, um, <coughs> it's just the study, you know, of astro, which is derived from the word star, the ancient Greek word for star, and then biology, so the study of life, so the study of life out in the stars. Um, huh. Now, I've always kind of had my mind open that there would be life on other planets you know you, you think about it and that'd be pretty cool um, that, that, that would be cool uh so for for that the moon the Enceladus uh moon of saturn having the ingredients for life most ingredients for like the essential life on earth uh that's that's pretty cool because you know it's we thought we were the only ones in an inhabitable zone around our sun but we're not well, it, it makes you wonder, man. So there's always that meme going around on the internet talking about how uh, we're how we're originally from Mars and we came on that asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that theory a couple times. Um, uh, another theory that it kind of that that bleeds into is 
So we look back and carbon date all these uh, pieces of pottery or all these stone tablets with carvings on them to try to right. gauge how long like sentient human life has been on this earth. Um, but I actually believe in like a metrophyke style civilization. Which, Explain what that is. So metrophyke, if I'm even saying this correctly. Uh, I'm sure there's someone listening saying, no, he's not saying that right. It's Metroflick or some shit like that. More than likely. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, F-I-K-E. Everyone but Jake believes we came from monkeys. And all it took was, a, was one of our ancestors grabbing a branch to evolution us forward to what we are now. Because if you think about it, from an evolutionary point, I was listening to someone I listened to, and the guy made a really good point. All we are, if you think about it, are hairless smart monkeys in a way because that stand up on their two feet because we have kind of the same skeletal structure as a monkey you know they but my question is and a lot of people have asked this if we evolved from monkeys why is there still monkeys that's a very good question that's a very and good question. I, I know that's kind of uh, like a what's the word i'm looking for um I, I don't know what I'm looking for here. A dumb way of thinking about it, I guess you could say. But, I mean, if I mean, if you think about it, you know, the giraffes, you know, they had to, their neck had to evolve eventually. You don't see any short-necked giraffes running around. Right. Or maybe you do, and that's what a horse is. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe it's uh, as, as horses move, like, what's I'm looking for? Um... And who knows, did giraffes even come from horses? That's just me spitballing there. Right. You know what I, I mean? mean? I'm not trying I mean, to sound retarded or sense. anything. Um, In the words of Alex Jones, I might be a little retarded, but you know. <laughs> uh, I got to look this up. I can't but, think of the word. But then again, there's also, while you look that up, I'll talk about what I'm going to say here. There's also those people that believe that um, some deity or some god, okay, these people believe in a god kind of thing, you know, but they also believe that. Um, our God, put it in quotations, okay? Yeah. Um, was someone who came down, injected like I think they thought monkeys, if I re- if I remember correctly, with some kind of um, mutation that mutated their DNA to evolutionize to what we are now, and they only did it on a certain amount of them, you know, and that's why they're still monkeys. That makes sense. And this is also the same alien slash gods. That built the pyramids and shit. I believe and that. The, another thing that they think backs that up is if you look at the Sphinx in Egypt, you know, the carbon date, they've recently just discovered this. The carbon dating of the Sphinx is older than the um, Sphinx head that they um, that's on there. So they're thinking that uh, that Sphinx was there before the Egyptians were even there. Or heck, even like... You know, maybe an older version of the Egyptians built that, and then later they just replaced the damn head of it. Yeah. What? Uh, the Sumerians? The Sumerians. Let's see here. All right, dates 4,500 to 1900 BC. What's so. Thing about uh, the, the Sumerians. Sumerians. Um, While you're looking that up, it's just amazing how 
we've got to where we are. I mean, just one little blip and we could have wound up in like the 1700s or some shit. But nope, we're here in the year 2022 with, you know, the real life questions. Like, where'd we come from? How did we get here? And where do we go next? So maybe maybe it was the Sumerians that had originally like started crafting the Sphinx. Is that what uh, they're saying? Well, no, this is a theory of mine. Oh, okay. But um, so the Sumerians were forty five hundred through nineteen hundred or thirteen hundred BB or BC. Okay. Um, the Egyptians didn't come around. The ancient Egyptian civilization didn't come around until the thirty one hundred BC, and they. Uh, both lived within the same area. Hmm. That'd be interesting. So, maybe... I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows how they got there? (laughs) Or, like you said, um, like I said, I believe in, like, ancient advanced civilizations that have died out. Name one. Let's let's hear. Which one do you believe in the most? Atlantis. Ooh. I feel like Atlantis would be be my number one. And, I mean, that's... Okay. That's just one that, you know, has been recorded... I believe, you know, that Earth itself uh, has been around. You know, it's been around for, you know, billions of years. Um, if you guys have watched the Cosmos show, it kind of shows like a, uh, a a calendar. What do they call it? They call it the astral calendar, the solar calendar. Um, okay. That kind of shows how long Earth has been a planet and, like, since the start of the galaxy – to the time Earth had started, you know, taking impacts from asteroids and, um, you know, superheating its, you know, its core so that it could start to produce life in the atmosphere. It's like over the course of hundreds of millions of years, uh, and, you know, there they've been dinosaurs, there have been all kinds of stuff that has died out. You know, mammoths would found their bones, would found dinosaur bones, uh, paleontologists, you know, there as they dig around. I can't remember exactly where. I think it was Norway or Iceland. Okay. Um, oh, no, it was Greenland or Iceland, one of the two. They had found a uh, a skeleton that could possibly be uh, the skeleton of a dragon. No like shit. Like wings, fucking fire, all that stuff. Huh. You know, I mean, it makes you wonder if dragons did exist at one time. Because um, how else would you have come up with a flying lizard? You know, someone had to see something, and that's how they came up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it's crazy because, yeah, how, how would you not come up with that? And plus, there's so many different iterations of dragons, too. Like, you got your traditional four legs and wings dragon. Then you got a lot of they're, – they're called wyverns, but they're, mo- they're known as dragons now. Where, oh, where they have uh, – so you have, like, drakes. You have uh, – so you have dragons, which okay. – um, Historically, they only have two back legs, and uh, the only way to, like, make their body go horizontal and them actually be able to move around, they had, like, hands on their wings. Um, well, I wouldn't say hands. Like, pretty much hands. What they would use is, like, the four, um, four limbs of its body. And then you have drakes. They have four legs and wings and, you know, all of that. And then wyverns, I've heard, have... Just like the two limbs on its wings that help, you know, have help it move around, and then like a, 
I want to say like a snake type skate. Well, yeah, I'd say like a snake type snake type tail. You played Skyrim, right? Yeah. Their dragons are what traditionally are called wyverns, <laughs> but they call them dragons. Yeah. So yeah, First and the Game of Thrones playing. dragons are wyverns, <laughs> but you know we just call them dragons because you know they're they're flying they're lizards with wings. I mean, right. <laughs> why complicated? I guess we're we're simple minded people nowadays. <laughs> and plus, you know, Game of Thrones wouldn't be cool if they said, "Oh yeah, they got the wyverns." Yeah. It's like, well, people would have to you know actually look up what wyvern a uh, wyvern is. Exactly. And people are lazy nowadays. Yeah, so it's just easy to call the big flying reptile a, a dragon. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, man. But anyways, anyways. Um, so, so, yeah, life life coming to Earth before, you know, our actually recorded history of Earth. Well, how do you how do you feel about that? Um, so, it, it's interesting because it's amazing we're even at where we're at because there's such a ludicrous percent that you know that says we shouldn't be here yeah um you know everything starting from the big bang to uh i mean hell how even our galaxy formed you know what i mean the odds of our galaxy forming and then creating not only our little solar system out of that and then our solar system forming these flying rocks around this giant ass star you know, that for some reason doesn't just suck us in. We just kind of float around it while it's floating around, you know, at such a ludicrous speed. Right. Um, yeah, getting pulled pulled to something. Yeah. And then on top of that, just something one day decided to say, oh, hey, yeah, I'm a living thing now. You know, little microorganisms and, yeah. and ship in the primordial soup. And somehow we wound up where we are now, Earth. You know, they say that water came from asteroids that hit. Comets. Comets, yeah, comets. comets. Were hit. Um, and that heated up and then somehow formed our atmosphere and all that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they Which just... Earth just didn't have an atmosphere for a long, yeah. long yeah. time. Like, <laughs> everything was just water. It was either water or Earth. There were no, there was no foliage, there were no trees, no grass, right. no bushes, anything. And then one day, yeah. That, uh, after our, I guess, what was it, our, uh, or whatever, but something just decided, decided that it was going to evolve and get larger and, you know, develop lungs to breathe air that our atmosphere is trapping in and producing and how things just started growing. Like, what's the origins of a tree? Like, how did, how did trees come around? What just... Well, if I had to guess, it was probably a plant that evolved that said, I'm getting tired of being eaten by this fucking little thing here, so I'm going to evolve into having a hard outer layer. There you go. Um, you yeah, can, that makes sense. Yeah. It, well, it, you know, evolving and adapting are basically two of the same thing in a way because, you know, in order to survive, you got to adapt. In order to adapt, you have to evolve. So, right. I mean, it it is what it is when it comes to that. And who knows, maybe that's how you know, humans came about too. You know, we started off as this little microbe in the sea. We decided to split several ways, you know. Then eventually we we're like, Hey, how do I what what's this? What's this on the land here? We tried getting on the land, we're like, Oh shit, we're fish, we can't. Oh hey, we got legs. Hey, now we can lay this egg. Hey, now we can now we've become a mammal. Hey, I just grabbed this tree branch here. Hey, I can stand up straight. 
hey. <laughs> hey, I'm losing hair, so I got to start making my own clothes. Hey, I want to eat that zebra or whatever, so I got to make tools. You know, then we just start progressing along the forms of evolving slash evolutionary. And in my opinion and in a lot of other people's opinions, us as humans have naturally stopped evolving slash adapting. Yeah. And a lot of that is due to technology. How we're going to start adapting and evolving now is through technology. Right. I um, have the same thoughts on that. It's like we physically we've stopped evolving, but technologically we're we're just taking off. Right. And there are some people that might argue to that because um, some people think we're devolving in a way. That's what um, autism is or dementia. You know, all the mental disorders, you know, some okay. people feel that's us devolving, but you know what, you know, in the future, you know, that'll be all right because there'll be a magic thing that can fix that. Right. Or I say a magic thing, a technological thing. I mean, hell, they're already working on brain chips. You've seen Elon Musk put that brain chip in a monkey a couple of years ago. Yeah. So before you know it, we're going to be like, oh, hey, let's go to the mall. I want to, well, you don't go to the mall, but hey, I want to order a new brain chip. That I just go to the hospital and they'll just inject it in me. Um, we'll be we'll be half man, half machine. I predict in about a hundred years or so. Heck, e even before then, I could see that. Where as far as like prosthetics and stuff are going, like oh well, I have a lump arm that you know a limp arm that just won't heal, or I broke my arm. It's probably sooner or later it's going to be cheaper to just replace that limb with you know. Uh, a cyber limb pretty much turning that'd be cool cyborg <laughs> um then it would be to naturally heal right that that would be pretty cool but then eventually as time went on though like our we would naturally begin to adapt to the situation and it's like oh well so many through your line where it's like oh well they their, their arms been cut off their arms have been cut off their arms have been cut off so eventually, people are going to start, like, being born with deformities that, you know, maybe their arm, you know, after so many years, pretty much, we, we might have a, a civilization where we're not born with that limb. So at a certain age, they have to install it for us. I wouldn't think we'd go, like, full mechanical, like, huh, mommy would be pushing out babies <laughs> with mechanical limbs. <laughs> but uh, That'd be weird. That would be pretty, that'd be pretty so intense. So you're saying our bodies will just naturally adapt to us? Um, Going, yeah, like, generations with <laughs> with them slicing off their limb. Do you think that, like, that would change DNA? I don't know, because that, that, that would be interesting. Um, I don't know. That'd be weird. You, you coming out, your baby coming out with no arms, like, just no. because your body said, hey, since this person or since that person didn't have arms and their mechanical arms, the baby would just be born without the arms, expecting. But then, yeah. then you know, you got to go into that whole ethics thing if that did happen about is it right to put mechanical arms on a baby and all that. Well, like it would be, it would be at a certain age. They would, you would have to live your whole life without the arm an arm or a leg or something until you reached 14 and then they would like install or maybe like maybe younger than that after you know years of uh researching into it but like as young as like six or seven having like initial limbs installed and like you would have to go and get them upgraded as you grew up and grew older 
Hey, Johnny, these are your big boy parts. <laughs> <laughs> like robots, man. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, you know, like, maybe that's just, maybe that's just, like, people looking into the future, like, time traveling, being like, look, this is what, this is what happens to civilization after, after replacing their limbs with mechanical limbs for so long. I'm going to get back to you with that on time traveling here in a second, <laughs> but if you think about it, theoretically, theoretically and not theoretically but um i mean if you think about it it could work it would it, it would be kind of possible because hypo, yeah hypothetically that would be possible because you know parents that have bought bod uh, bad eyesight you know tend to genetically pass that on to their kids like myself right. my parents have horrible eyesight and me and my sister both gained the bad eyesight they got and we have right. to uh have it fixed now hypothetically my daughter has a chance of having bad eyesight because i wear glasses so right you never and, know and, and i mean it's kind of like a split because you know your wife doesn't need glasses exactly so like there's a 50 miss perfect chance, eyes but i i actually need eyeglasses i don't i don't have them i haven't been to like an optometrist in forever to you know get my prescription done but you should get uh, some glasses i think you'd look good i think i would look good too yeah get some glasses maybe get the beanie going kind of like me you know there you go boom <laughs> uh Hey, that might be a name for the podcast, hypothetically. Hypothetically. hypothetically I hypothetically like that. Yeah, <laughs> hypothetically it might. <laughs> um, but going back to the time travelers. Okay. Okay, yeah. Well, so, let's fin- let's finish the body morphing thing. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, so like, good idea. Uh, after, so genetically, like you have a, your daughter has a low chance uh, or a high, uh, about a middle chance because your wife doesn't have bad eyesight, but um, to have bad eyesight. Like your daughter has a chance to have bad eyesight because of you hereditarily. Now, if she has bad eyesight and marries a man that has glasses as well, and they both have bad eyesight, their children will have they have a higher chance of you know having, um, you know, not perfect twenty twenty vision. Right. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like eventually that's that's what would happen is like after so many generations, it's like well, it's it's inevitable. Like well, you had bad eyesight. Your great 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 grandparent had you know bad eyesight and you know it just got passed down and the chances would become higher and higher for the, their kids to have to be in glasses that makes so that makes sense but it's so like would they you know would you think that the hereditary cutting their arms off and replacing them with you know mechanical arms right you think that would become hereditarily like and genetically um remembered and stored in your dna to where oh i'm sure they, 15 generations down the line like you're literally born without an arm down to the elbow or you know at the at the shoulder i'm sure but you know what's going to stop that don't you and i know a lot of people or whoever the hell is listening to this is thinking the same thing on this it's they've already they're they're already doing this rich people are doing this okay um they are um genetically altering the embryo after it gets um you know made with the egg and the sperm to where hey this baby's going to be smarter this way. Like they're doing something with the DNA or something like that. I forget what the, how they're doing it. DNA but, splitting? Yeah, or something. I don't know. But it makes it to where it's like, hey, these, this baby's going to have this feature. It's going to be this colored eyes. It's going to have this type of brain development. And the rich, they're basically evolving their cells. Genetically modifying yeah, their own Exactly. Their own children. That's Because, crazy. you know, if you can genetically modify the next great leader, you can stay in power. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just what they do with the knowledge or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we're going to genetically alter this 
baby to have photographic memory or some shit. And right. I know a lot of, I know people listening are like, oh, they don't do that. Yeah, they're doing it. The rich are doing stuff that we don't know about. Right. <laughs> so I could, I could see that happening because, yeah, I mean, honestly, think about it. Like if, if you could genetically modify yourself or like your children, then um, I would do it. Oh, same. That would be, that'd be badass. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. The only... I don't know. If it became widespread, there would be that group of people, you know, and I'm surprised there's not ri- oh, already like a group purists. of people. Yeah, they're like, that's not natural. That's not how God intended. You know what I mean? It's playing God if you think about it, basically. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it is. Oh. Like you're you're, you're um, modifying life. Exactly. 